If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jordan Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. That's a nice groovy new tasty uh, intro there, Coos. I like that a lot. I did none of it. I'm sure you did, but hey, you know what? You, you brought it to the airwaves, so that is something in itself. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Here at... Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690. I'm Austin Lane. My partner, Brett Martineau, will be joining us momentarily. I'm sure he's got a lot of training camp information, a lot of training camp updates. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking about putting the cleats back on, Coos, maybe hitting the weight room a little bit, probably adding a good 5 to 10 pounds because the Jaguars right now are in need of some serious defensive linemen. Obviously, we're going to talk about that later. Going to talk about that tight end room a little bit. Um, I think Tyler Eifert sat down with the media today. We'll hear some of his comments and everything. Uh, and basically, it's what transpired today, the second day of padded practice now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wasn't there. I had training this morning. I had my fight coming up September 12th, so I'm prepping for that. But my co-host, Brent Martineau, who will be here pretty soon, he was all there. He's got the 411. And I can't wait to hear what he saw and how the team is essentially rebounding now after losing yet another defensive lineman. So we'll touch on that later. But right now, I sit before everybody listening in their cars, watching us on our streams, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Coos, did I miss one? I think I got them all. You said Facebook? I said Facebook. You better believe it. You said YouTube? I said YouTube, sir. Twitch. Twitch, I said that one as well. Twitter. It's all good. Hey, you're not paying attention, and that's okay. I understand there's basketball on right now. I know we're watching the Milwaukee Bucks get beat. I understand that, and I'm not mad at you for that. But I sit before everybody right now, either watching to me or listening to me, a dejected individual. I am drained. I am exhausted. And my mind is mentally spent. Now, I'm still going to give you guys energy. I'm still going to give you passion, but I'm going to have to pull from the depths of me to pull out a good show today because I had the task. And, Coos, I'm not sure how it went in your household, but my son's got his first day of school Thursday, okay? And it's his first day of kindergarten. And we're, we're going to send him to school. You know, I mean, obviously, we had that conversation. We feel right now, in, in, as far as our family is concerned, that we want him to go to school. We want him to socialize and be around other students and things like that. Because keep in mind, kindergarten, it's very hands-on, and we want him to be there. He's all for it. Fantastic. So we met with the teachers today, had a little bit of orientation. Not going to lie, the orientation did not make me psyched for my son to be going to kindergarten. You ever seen Seven Private Ryan? Yeah. Okay. So you know the scene at the end when Tom Hanks is giving the speech to all the soldiers because they know they're in for bad news. They know the Germans are coming and they're outnumbered and yeah. there's essentially nothing that they can do about it. And they know, like, you know, they're probably on death's doorstep. That's the vibe that I got from the teacher where she's just like, you know what? It's crazy right now. We're going to try our best. We don't know what's going to happen, but let's see what happens. So I left that thinking like, okay, well, maybe sending our son to school isn't the best idea. So did that first. Well, then, obviously, I had to get my son a new pair of school shoes because I'll say this. I come from very um, 
humble upbringings, let's just say, right? Where it was my grandparents and the, my mom uh, under the same roof. Small house, but we made it work, man. And and props to my mom because my mom busted her you-know-what to make sure that I had a really good childhood. Um, so I'm super super thankful for that. And while, you know, you know, gifts weren't always um, abundant, one thing, no matter what, my mom always made sure of that I had a brand new pair of any shoes that I wanted for the first day of school. Now, at the time, it was just like, it was, it was natural to me. I'm like, oh yeah, I get a new pair of shoes. But like, looking back at it now, at her parenting style, I was like, dang, like mom went above and beyond just to make, make sure that I was like, you know, I was pumped for the first day of school. I was pumped to show off those new kicks. I was pumped to just, you know, feel confident and be like, check out, you know, check out my new Jordans. Check out my new uh, Air More Maxes. That was my, my kindergarten shoe. I still remember this day. So, like, I wanted to pass that tradition on to my son now, right? Like, it's a big day. We're going to go to Foot Locker. We're going to get our foot measured and everything like that. Like, that's a big part of it. Let's see how big your feet are. And then next year when we come back for your first day of first grade, we can see how much your feet have grown, you know? And it's it's all a hands-on experience, and I'm all excited to share that with my son today. So... Today was the day that we were going to go get some new shoes. Obviously, my son being a Milwaukee Bucks fan, he's five, but he still knows what's up. He wants the Nike Air Zoom Freaks. Those are the Giannis Antetokounmpo Pro Model shoes, okay? So we go to Foot Locker, man, and immediately I get a bad feeling. I'm like, okay, I see about two pairs of the Giannis Antetokounmpo in the men's, and I see about 25 Kevin Durant Pro Models in the kids, and I see about 50 of the Kyrie Irving Pro Models in the kids as well. Not one Greek freak shoe. So I was like, I go ask the guy, hey, do you have a pair of the Giannis's? Unfortunately, we don't. Son's disappointed, okay? Son's not going to wear Kyrie Irving shoes. My son doesn't believe that the earth is flat, okay? And I'm not going to promote that in my house. Kevin Durant hasn't played a game all season. I'm not going to let my son wear a Kevin Durant pro model. I'm not, I don't want my son to tear you, his knee in half. You didn't ask about them new Embiid's? No, I didn't. Hey, hey, you know how I feel about the new Embiid's. So the Embiid's were off the table. We're, we're Team Giannis or we're Team nothing at all. So... Foot Locker, let us down. Th- th- then we go to another kid's Foot Locker. Go in the store, guess what? Nothing uh, nothing as well. So now I have to tell my son, you know what? Dad didn't really plan ahead. Dad kind of let you down a little bit. Probably should have got these online. I figured, well, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the MVP last year. I figured they'd have his pro model's shoe in kid sizes. But nope, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So... We have the conversation. Now we have to wait until Friday because the, the shoes are getting shipped from FootLocker.com. And my son's going to go to school the very first day, probably wearing a pair of Crocs. My, my whole image of how this is going to shake out his first day of school, him rocking the Greek freaks, is no longer going to be, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm bummed about it. It is what it is. But you know what, man? You gotta move on. After the way the Bucks have started, this might be a good thing. Careful now, Brent. Careful now, Brent. Have you checked that score lately? Have you checked the score no. lately? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I know. Maybe I should have gotten the Kyrie Irvings. I like that you're going shopping for the shoes. I love it. Yeah, but unfortunately. Oh, and the best part was, so I walk in, and I'm like, I'm excited. You know, he's going to get his foot measured. That's a cool experience. Yeah, yeah. Do they still use the same thing? I walk in, the guy goes, yeah, we don't do that here. It's COVID-19. We can't be hands-on with feet. Uh, I'm like, yeah, it's just crumbling in front of me. Like that that metal yeah, looking thing? Yeah, they, they still, still have that. They still they have haven't that. upgraded. They, they haven't upgraded. Modern technology. That's classic. That's classic. That's been there for like a hundred.
hundred years of CDs. There's, like. there's like a market. There's got to be literally some kind of new technology that's better than what uh, they're I'm using. I'm surprised now. you don't step on a scale and you're, it measures it your phone to the absolute <laughs> centimeter, you know, <laughs> digitally. Oh, it's like a little like laser in his plenty of stuff. No, man. Go with the old school yeah, stuff. We can, I can tell you how long the wall is from my iPhone, but I still have to step on a metal Dude, thing. Dude, I'm for telling it. you, man, like Europeans back in the Renaissance era using that thing, that foot thing. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. It works great. Keep it rolling. Says he fired up for school. He, he can't wait, man. Really? But, but I was telling so Cruz, that's though. that's good. I, I was listening. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, as far as the teachers are concerned, I think we're all in the same boat. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. Nah. Right? We, we can hope for the best. Hopefully it works out. I but just, um, it's crazy. I just hope that, like, my thinking with that is I just hope the kids are patient with the teachers. Because, like, some of the teachers are older and, like, may not know how to use some of the technology, especially for, like, yeah. virtual yeah. learning. I think like, patience for everybody, oh, I think, yeah. you know. And yeah. uh, we didn't have to deal with that last year because we had already homeschooled them for last year. So we didn't have that adjustment. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens this year. But uh, what you said is interesting. Uh, Ronan's all fired up for school. Oh, yeah. Like, Kaylee is fired. Like, she's going to high school. Well, both of them are going to high school. But Ty's going to stay home, it looks like, sure. for the first semester. And she's going to go. Okay. And she can't wait. She's like, let it start now. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so they pushed it back like three weeks down where we are. Mm-hmm. And I've I've actually talked to a couple. Of, they can't wait to go. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool that the kids really can't wait to go to school. I mean, yeah. that's not always the case now. No, for sure. Well, and I'll be honest, man. I'm sitting here. On a Tuesday, he goes to school on Thursday. Like, the way I'm feeling right now, man, I kind of want you to stay home and hang out with me. You know, like, I don't want to drop you off in your uniform and, like, I get you're growing up and everything, man. But, like, I still want those Sega Genesis days. I still just want to hang out with you. But now you're going to kind of in the quote-unquote real world a little bit. Like, I'm seriously contemplating. When I drop him off at school, I'm going to be like, you know what? Look at some of this literature here, some of these facts online. I mean, kids can get sick, Ronan. You sure you want to go, bud? Like, you can stay home with me. It's okay. No, he wants to go. That was a cool part of last year, having the kids home. I mean, it is a little bit of that uh, going on. You could easily just have another. That's a good point. I could, uh, yeah, I could see point. you. How about uh, easily? I say easily. Yeah. I don't know if everybody else will say <laughs> well, easily. Yeah, for example, like, I got going in my life right now with what my wife's got going on. Throw another yeah. kid in the mix and see what happens. Yeah, no problem. Sprinkle another kid on there and see what happens. I can yeah. see it now where you're like trying to convince him to, to skip doing his homework to play video games. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you can do that later. <laughs> Totally. And by the way, he's got to wear a school uniform. So you know how it's going to be. I'll oh, be yeah. pulling up in a sleeveless T-shirt, rocking my beat-up <laughs> sneakers, and here's Ronan looking like a used car salesman going to school every single day. Can't wait for it, man. Hey, used car sales are up. Oh, you better believe it, <laughs> as they should be. Oh, by the way, Brent, Buck's down by one right now. So That's keep it. talking. Keep talking. Magic yep. off to a good start. Kind of like uh, the Dallas had last night. We'll talk about sure. NBA playoffs. You know, I was stunned to read the article about how much the NBA ratings are down. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like in the pandemic, by the way. This is like a model going back some eight years. And I would not have guessed it. Uh, And I'm not a huge NBA guy. I mean, uh, you know that. But I feel like there's been a ton of momentum for the NBA over the last handful of years or so. I think it's loaded with star power. And I'm just surprised. Uh, We'll give you a little insight on this this, uh, article that I read. It was a fascinating read to see where the NBA is at right now. I was interested in reading that, uh, but but I don't have the subscription, so I read the first paragraph and then went, oh. Was that out of The Athletic? Yeah. 
Who <laughs> said it? I, I was thinking it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a subscription to Athletic either. So you sent us that thing in our group text. I'm like, well, I'll check out the first paragraph and I'll kind of form my own thoughts in there. I'll, I'll share the. I, I, yeah. I saw I know, it. Man. I was like, oh, I'm actually genuinely interested in this. And then I clicked on it. I read the first paragraph and I was like reading. You know how like it slowly fades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make out like the last. <laughs> yep. And you didn't get down to the big part until no. like so it was a long article and you'd uh, have to read several paragraphs down. But. Uh, well, it looks like somebody did their homework, but today. the others, I'm not hey, so don't sure. Don't worry. I did, I did some research on it. I saw some numbers, and I crunched them, so I did a little homework. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars are doing their homework uh, out on the practice field. I love that you started the show, said can't wait to see what I had to say. Yeah. I fall victim today of the new protocol, not from a negative testing standpoint. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But what happened was, it was, what's going on with the Jags is they'll put something out like, uh, let's just say they have tomorrow off day, so in the next day we'll get an RSVP Correct. to go to practice for probably Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're doing yep. it in like three-day sp- um, stretches, it looks like. Well, when they did that on Saturday, uh, I filled it out, and I wasn't going to be – I was at Kaylee's uh, softball tournament on Sunday. Yep. So I was going Monday to the first day of padded practice, and then I had a meeting this morning scheduled, mm-hmm. so I couldn't go. Yep. So I said no. Sure. Well, last night, late last night, that meeting got canceled. So yeah. I could have gone. Yeah. But I couldn't go. That's right. Okay. Because it was too late. To, to RSVP. So it. I could not go to practice, even yeah. though I could have gone to practice. Man, Interesting. I, I mean, listen, uh, props to the Jaguars, because listen, when Big Money Martin wants to show up, usually, you well, know, I didn't you, ask. You, I mean, okay, I, I got you. my weight around. Uh, I was got Because uh, he, he could have. Yeah. He could have had the red carpet. I didn't want to be that guy. I got you. I got you. I mean,. Yeah, I hear you. I got you. Well, we know we have plenty of Twitter stuff to go off of then. For well, the not only that, we had Stuart Weber we could check in with. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and yes, uh, a lot of social media as well. But we'd still have some Jags topics today. Uh, but I was not out there. Jags will have the day off tomorrow as well. How is the Sunshine and Rainbows parade now that another defensive lineman uh, and Aaron Lynch has? Uh, Do you know just, what happened, by the way? Nah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I almost feel like kind of joked. I know this doesn't happen. I was like, is everybody, did everybody get together and decide that they're going to do all this? I mean, it just came crazy. in waves over yeah. the last three, two days. It was, um, it was like, oh my gosh. I mean, we're making Aaron Lynch out to be like this three time Pro Bowl guy. Yeah. But I did lose one of my prediction bets because he retired. I said we'd be talking about Aaron Lynch <laughs> as a <the> guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy went and retired on yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, God bless him. Have a yeah. good rest of uh, retirement and now, everything else post-football. Did I pair Aaron Lynch off because I wanted to win that bet? I'm not going to say I did. <laughs> not going to say I did, but hey, Aaron, money's in the mail, man. Well, you might have paid Aaron Lynch off for a yeah. couple of reasons. One, to win that bet, and yep. two, maybe to get a roster Just spot. Just get a job, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to start adding some extra calories to the equation. Yeah. Ben, put on some weight here. I'll be ready to roll. Oh, my goodness. Uh, talk a little tight ends as well today. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, the NBA playoffs. will keep you up to date on that. By the way, the cool the cool thing about the NBA playoffs, if you can get used to it, is it feels a little bit like March Madness. It does, I, was, I was surprised. The guys from Live Local and Loud last night on their first debut were saying they hated it. And I was like, how can you hate it? It's awesome. Like It's, it's on during the day. It's like March Madness in the summer. Like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of think that's good. Like, yeah. I, I think that's a fun thing to be able to flip on and watch a game, kind of like the baseball playoffs do that sometimes, or like a holiday, they'll have three games on on a Monday or yeah. something. So I, I like it. Yeah, I like when like there's it. a lot on TV, you yeah. know? Um, so, uh, and, and especially after this last five months. Me telling, <laughs> you know? man. Yeah, like we can get right now. Watch Criminal Minds one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll talk a little NBA um, coming up a little bit later on as well. College football SEC schedule is out. Got a thought or two as well on Saturdays in the fall. Uh, and wanted to get into that uh, just a bit.
Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Thanks for hanging with us. I'll tell you this. I know football season's coming because I have been extremely busy the last couple of days with emails and sales calls and everything else. That means our shows on TV are are firing up. I like it. That's what happens, and it's happening. Yeah. Like, the world is rolling along, and football season's getting closer. Let's get it. I can tell you. Uh, That for a fact, at least on CBS 47 and Fox 30, it's happened. Uh, We'll talk uh, more here on ESPN 690 next. Austin Lane. The Rock, out of nowhere, buys the XFL during a pandemic, mind you, goes half in with his ex-wife. So now you're going to visit with your ex-wife. Brent Martineau. I don't know if that's on the business advice list. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Fortunately, me and Minshew, uh, we had, I think the connection started in camp last year. Um, in a couple of preseason games, we had something going. And then, obviously, when Nick went down, Minshew came in. And I think he had a connection with a lot of people. I don't think people give him enough credit that he, he just spreads the ball around. Um, I think he, he likes using his tight ends, but he has no problem throwing it to anybody else on the field that, that wins their route. So, um, and, and offensively, I've been really impressed with what Jay has brought in. Um, it's an offense that has, you know, many different looks to it, many different uh, combinations, one off each other, um, keeps defenses on his toes. And, you know, we've already had defensive players from our team come up to us and, and compliment the, the improvements we've already made. You know, it's early. We still got a ways to go. It's a sign of optimism. That is James O'Shaughnessy, Jaguars tight end. And I'm telling you what, on James O'Shaughnessy, people are, are high on him. You know, like they like him inside that building. That's not just this year. That was last year, too. I thought that was a bigger blow last year to their team on offense when he went down than I think I would have kind of put credence to. And you wonder, um, is he somebody that's about to, ready to bloom a bit in his pro career? He he was putting up some good numbers, mm-hmm. um, showed some good things. They kept him around and, of course, then got hurt. So we'll see about James O'Shaughnessy with Tyler Eifert. They need those guys to be good in the tight end room because Josh Oliver, again, is going to be a wasted second year, at least in the early going. Broken foot, by the way. you got to figure he can come back at some point, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, surgery, well, it just depends how that goes. And, and well, It also depends like where on the foot it's broken, yeah. right? Because you talk about like a Liz Frank injury, man. That yeah. can take a, a long time. Ask Cam Newton about that. Go ahead and ask me when I had my Liz yeah. Frank injury. And I don't think um, we got a specific on the, the foot injury, well, so. And I'll be honest, man, what makes you a little nervous is it's a non-contact injury, right? So obviously, like, if you get it twisted up with another player, I mean, it could be like a, like a, they call it like a green stick fracture, where it's like a little small crack in your yeah. foot because you got tangled up. But the fact it was non-contact, I have no idea. Yeah, you just hope it's a clean break because usually the cleaner breaks uh, will get fixed quicker. Sure. Um, yep. So we'll see what happens. I, I just don't think we can anticipate anything out of Josh Oliver yeah. in the tight end room. But they do have a couple veterans that are still Pretty good football players. Who knows what happens with a Tyler Davis or, or some of those guys. Um, and I think early on they kind of like him. Mm-hmm. But, again, I mean, we have to see stuff out on the field and see how it materializes. But the health of Eifert and O'Shaughnessy now become a really big deal. Because if you lose another one of those guys, I, mean, I guess you could lose one of them. But it feels like if you lose another one of those guys, the attrition at that tight end room that you tried to build up just kind of goes back to square one. Well, and keep in mind, too, especially – and if I'm the coach right now, I'm making sure Tyler Eifert can be as healthy as possible, right? Because we talk about their importance in the red zone. We talk about their importance in the middle of the field, you know, giving Gardner Minshew that security blanket. 
But also, let's remember, Brent, their importance in the run game as well, right? Yeah. Because let's be honest here. They, they lost probably their best run blocker. He was hurt last year, too, as well. But Swaim, you know, Swaim came from Dallas, and he was essentially that run-blocking tight end. Well, you lost him now. Tyler Eifert is very suitable in the run-blocking, you know, game and that scheme and everything. But once again, he's got to stay healthy. And as far as O'Shaughnessy is concerned, I mean, what would you say about his run-blocking capabilities? He's, he's not going to knock your socks no. off or anything. No, that's know? not what he's there to do. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not him. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you got to be able to do a little bit of everything. And O'Shaughnessy mm-hmm. talks about that today, too, uh, about the versatility you need. It's not just in the passing game, but look, he's more of a pass-catching tight end, yeah. uh, no doubt about it. it. It was interesting he said, and you've played the game, and what I've tried to do a lot this year is – uh, everybody knows I'm a positive guy, and I think this time of year, if you start looking around, look at other teams' Twitter feeds, okay, and you're seeing, oh, great play here, and uh, Tom Brady throwing 60-yard dimes, even Arians is saying it. I think he's yeah. trying to scare the league, quite frankly. But, <laughs> I mean, you, you just look at things coming out of camp, and most everything is, hey, nice play, great play, look good, look good. Listen, I've been doing this long enough now, and I've done it long enough now. I've said those things long enough now. I'm really trying to... Uh, be cautious of that. Mm-hmm. Five days into a camp around a team that uh, 11 out of the 12 years I've been here has disappointed coming out of camp. So I have really backed off that. Uh, I'm not getting caught up in that. So I ask you this, since I'm not going to get caught up with it. When O'Shaughnessy says something like, hey, we're even getting compliments from our defense about this offense like, hey, we haven't seen some of that stuff before. This looks pretty crisp. This looks good. Some of those things, right? Yeah, I mean, just whatever it is. I like. I always do like the player-to-player stuff. I, I value that because I think players know what is good. Now, and they're also not in a marketing campaign. Like James O'Shaughnessy isn't the PR department. He's yeah. not trying to market their offense. Mm-hmm. And he also hedged it by saying, hey, there's this a level of optimism. Um, about their offense, but do you like hearing those kind of things from from players? Do you notice those things as a defense going up against your offense? That hey, this looks pretty good. This looks different. Yeah, uh, those kind of things. Well, listen. I mean, I mean, keep in mind. In a training camp, it is the dog days of summer, right? So you get tired of going against the same guys over and over again. You get very accustomed to each other, let's just say. Hence why you, you sometimes you have fights in training camp, because you're going against the same jersey every single day. Probably won't see that much this year, though, unless, unless they not. really intensify Yeah, well, well, later in camp, maybe. Unless they sign me later, and we'll see what happens <laughs> then. But, um, but until that time, probably not. Uh, but, you know, tra- training camp, it's a crazy thing, right, Because I remember... More specifically, when I was in Kansas City, right? Like, obviously, we had a great defense, man. We had Justin Houston, Tom Ali, Derek Johnson. Uh, we had a lot of great playmakers. Yeah, a lot of great players. And, like, we, we took pride in obviously stopping the offense, right? But, like, we weren't blind to the fact that, and we even kind of complimented everybody, like, listen, Travis Kelsey in the future guy could be the real deal now we don't like him kicking the footballs when he scores a touchdown <laughs> but like the guy could be something special yeah. Jamal charles the guy still got it man like how old is he right now he's still got alex it. smith exactly alex smith so like we obviously went out there every single day and tried to put a a frown on andy reed's face right we went out there every single day and tried to shut up travis kelsey if you will and now more, more time i mean to be honest with you i think the defense did a pretty good job of doing that but we were still complimentary right because we're still the same team so anytime you bring in like a new wrinkle you bring in a new offense and it looks different of course you should be excited about it so as far as you know O'Shaughnessy come or you know the defense coming out and saying well this offense looks different okay i mean how much do you really want to buy into that i mean compliments 
are kind of a dime a dozen in training camp. To yeah, be yeah. fair with you, oh, but, that, but, yeah, that's yeah. the point. But 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 it's always kind of it's it's good to hear. I mean, as a player, it's reassuring to hear that. Well, and the other thing is this: you just said it uh, from. From the standpoint of what these guys are saying, these are two veteran guys today that talked. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Eifert and, and James O'Shaughnessy. They've mm-hmm. seen a lot. I mean, O'Shaughnessy played in New England, mm-hmm. played uh, with the Chiefs uh, for a bit. Eifert's been around the block now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an old pro, and he's seen it. Yeah. And I just thought the descriptions, and Eifert especially later on, uh, with the descriptions of the different looks that this offense, a guy who's been around mm-hmm. and been kind of in the system of Taylor and Gruden and McVeigh and all that, and still, and, and O'Shaughnessy who's been around, uh, McDaniels and others, and coming and saying, hey, this thing even has some new wrinkles in it, some things, some concepts that I didn't know yeah. uh, or haven't seen. I really, listen, this offense has stunk for a long time in Jacksonville. That's it. That's It's been boring as hell. Yeah. It, it's It's just... There's no other way to put it. I mean, it's had its moments. It's had good running backs. Yeah. Um, but it's been nothing creative. It's been nothing that's fun to watch. I, 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 Minshew is a fun player, mm-hmm. right? We think LaVisca Chenault's going to be a fun player. Mm-hmm. The Gruden name is fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think of. A guy who likes to have fun and throw it around and do things like that. We'll see how Leonard fits into that. But I just... I feel like this offense is going to carry the freight for this team. Mm-hmm. I feel I've said this for all offseason. I think the offense is going to be better than people think it is. But beyond all that, I think it's going to look a little different, which to me is so welcoming uh, to uh, to Jacksonville, to Jaguars fans. And I'm just getting I'm trying to read the tea leaves on this from what they're saying. And I kind of like the idea now. We've liked the idea before, and then yeah. it didn't materialize. A guy gets hurt, or you're down by 20, and you can't do this, or you give up on the plan, or Nick Foles goes out 10 get, plays in. Yeah. I mean, it's happened before. Get me to a game, and let's showcase it. Uh, there's still an element of that, but I have a feeling it's going to look different. It's going to be more fun to watch. It doesn't mean it's going to be equal wins and be great, but it's going to be more fun. So I'm going to say this. This isn't... And this new offense coming out now, keep in mind, I've only been one practice. Yes, and I've seen some wrinkles and everything like that. We probably haven't seen the full arsenal and probably won't see it until week one against the Colts. But with that being said, we hear about these new looks, you know, these new wrinkles. To me, they're not by choice. They're out of necessity. Okay, because we talk about a Jaguars offense right now. Yes, you have DJ Chart coming back. For You know, the last year he was a pro bowler, put up over a thousand yards. You like him going forward. But let's be honest with everything else that you have at the receiving position. All right, Tyler Eifert's coming in. Yes, Tyler Eifert's been a pro bowler, and he's had some pretty good seasons. But at the same time, there's injury concern, and obviously, is he on the back nine of his career? How much does he have to offer um, You know, going down the road now for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Then you talk about a D.D. Westbrook, who, for lack of a better word, has underachieved the past couple years. Hasn't really reached his full potential quite yet. You have Chris Conley, who, you know has done his own thing, and I think he's very suitable, but is he going to be like a true two receiver? Is he more of a three guy you bring in off the bench? And then you have LaVisca Chenault. Chenault, very intriguing once again, but he's still a rookie. He's still learning the ropes, things like that. So after all those guys that I just named, Brent, what do they all have in common? Well, you have DJ Chark, and that's good, but there's a couple question marks. All right, There's a couple red flags, and to me, it's not like you have the Atlanta Falcons offense where it's like, all right, Julio, doesn't matter how we line up, you're getting your reps. Okay, New Orleans Saints, doesn't matter how Michael Thomas lines up, dude, you're getting your reps, and you're going to score touchdowns, right? 
Kansas City Chiefs, same thing. Where, all right, Tyreek, all right, Travis Kelsey, uh, all right, Miko Hardman. We can run whatever formation we want. Most important part is you're going to get open. You're going to make your plays because you're that fast. With the Jacksonville Jaguars, they don't have that luxury. So we know that luxury, you don't have those household receiver names. You have to create openings. You have to create ways to get them the ball. And hence, that's where the wrinkles come in. That's where the formation changes come in a little bit. And that's what it's all about. It's getting the guys the ball in space. And I think that's what Gruden's going to bring to the table this year. How much of what you just said, okay, take those great offenses, and what they have in common is either a veteran quarterback or a really good quarterback or, yeah. or something. And they have good receivers, too. I, great you receivers. were bringing those up. Mm-hmm. But how much of that, the, the, the score-at-will mentality, because that's another thing, right? I mean, think about the Jaguars' offense over the years. Mm-hmm. And when you needed a score, what was your confidence level that they could go down and score? Not very good. Mm-hmm. And this is a league that now is made up of that. You Everybody scores. That. Yep. You want the ball last. You used to want to be on defense last. Now you want the ball last. If you go, if you take uh, most playoff games or most big games and you go back to the Jaguars' 2017 AFC Championship, Every team that plays, I should say, every, nine out of ten teams that play would sign up for the Jags situation. Tom Brady just scored. You have two minutes to go. I get the chance to go march down the field and win the game. Exactly. They want that situation. They'd almost rather be in that situation than being on defense and allowing Tom Brady to do the same. Mm-hmm. That's not the way the Jaguars have been. Let's just be honest. I mean, it hasn't. You have no confidence because of the Gabberts and Bortles and whoever's of the world. No confidence because of the lack of receivers. No confidence because of the trust in the offensive line. No confidence because of the imagination, creativity, whatever it might be, in, in the coordinator. And it's just the way it's been. So if if they can break that... I mean, if you can just break some of that that's gone all so wrong for so long, I almost feel like that would be a win of sorts, you know, mm-hmm. a, a change in, in the tide. Um, and, and by the way, if they don't win games, I don't know who's here to experience that change in tide. Might reset it all again next year anyway. So maybe it's a moot point. But at least for us, for a fall, it might be something different, something fun. I guess my question around that is who's who is that on more? Is it on Minshew? To be halfway decent and and be able to elevate guys, yeah. or is it on Gruden to be able to manufacture that, if you will? Because let's be honest, man. If you're an offensive guy in the league, mm-hmm. yes, you would sign up for the Saints, you would sign up for the Bucks, you would sign up for whoever. But you wouldn't dismiss what the Jags have on offense. I've been saying that all off season. True. You you would say, hey, you know what? I can work with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're the greatest, if you're Andy Reid. You would come in here and be like, Man, we're gonna, I'd rather have my guys. Yeah. But I think I could do something with these guys. You you wouldn't be trying to make the impossible work. Sure. Well, and, and listen, I mean, are the Jaguars right now on paper, are they a top 10 offense? Probably not. No, I don't okay. think so. But they're not a but bottom 10 is my point. They're probably not a bottom 10 either. They're probably right in the middle, especially when you add Chenault. And, you add, uh, and like I said, I like Chris Thompson, man. Maybe Chris Thompson, people aren't talking about him, but I love the Chris Thompson addition. You know, I like that way of thinking, Brent, when you have a coordinator that can be like, I can work with anything. I can make anything work. Now, with that being said, though, with this season and the way it's going to shake out, does it fall more on Minshew? Does it fall on Gruden? It would be one thing if it's like a Peyton Manning situation, right? Peyton Manning goes to Denver, has that Super Bowl run, but he had a great defense, too. And then the next year, it just completely falls apart, man. And all of a sudden, Peyton Manning all of a sudden was just a shell of himself. 
That's not the Garner Minshew situation. Garner Minshew is still coming into his prime right now, let's say, right? So you know the skill sets there. We saw it last year. We saw the intrigue and everything like that. To me, this falls more on Gruden this year because we've seen Minshew be brilliant, all right? We've seen Minshew do things that we've never seen before in the black and teal. So you like that. What it's about now is obviously giving him more confidence and giving him the ability and those safety blankets when it hits the fan because it can really hit the fan where he has things to go out of that, right? So that's where the, you know, that running back out of the backfield, Chris Thompson, receiving the balls, that's where that comes in. That's where Tyler Eifert down the middle, that's where that comes in. So I think it falls more on the scheme this year and it falls more on Jay Gruden even more than it does with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I do too. I, I mean, listen, he's go. He's a young quarterback. He has some deficiencies. I mean, that's just the way it is. And guys are going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to be a flawless offense. I mean, I'm not trying to get carried away with it. I'm just saying, if all offensive guys, by the way, think they can make any, they think they could make me play quarterback well. Yeah. I mean, go Jim McElwain. He said he could make Clarabelle. A good quarterback is dog. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And that didn't happen. They think that way, though, is my point. For sure. Yeah, and, but there's an ego around it, of and, course. And, so, uh, and by the way, all quarterbacks think they can go lead the team to victory every Sunday at, at every level or, or whatever. And let's be honest, that's who you want on your team. You want a guy who can think like that. Uh, but I do, I, I'm with you, man. I feel like this is up to group. Make it work. Don't yeah. stray too far away from who you are. Find out who you are. Find out the positives, what works. Stay away from the other stuff. I mean, and, and by the way, that's a lot on an OC. I mean, you can get lost in a, in a, in a game plan very quickly yeah. in the midst of a game. I think that's a challenging thing, but he's been around the block enough. I think you can make the argument he's the best. Well, let's see. But True. I think he could be the best OC they've had in quite some time. But here's the ironic thing, though, where if Minshew doesn't make it work, guess what happens? You're probably taking Trevor Lawrence or a first round quarterback next year. Jay Gruden's still probably the offensive coordinator. More than likely. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. what we're saying, if it's all on Jay Gruden, do that, okay. But if Minshew doesn't perform well, Gruden yeah. can still be here with a new quarterback. Listen, it's a lot on Minshew, too. Uh, oh, without I mean, a doubt. It is yeah. a lot on him as well. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, i got a thought on fans. Uh, playoff action going on without fans. Jags will not have fans at their first away game in Nashville. And uh, even the college atmospheres, how different will it be on Saturday? So just a quick thought on uh, fans. You. Thanks for listening on ESPN 690. Hey. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like our tight end room. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate what happened to Josh, but having James, uh, Charles in there and the, and the two young guys, everybody can play. And uh, having Coach Mid is a guy that's played in, played the game. And, uh, you know, he can relate to some of the things that we're going through, and he has a good way of explaining things to us. So, you know, I like, I like the way the, uh the tight end room is going and for me now I'm the older guy and I've been in this offense before and it's new to everybody else so uh yeah I do I do get some questions about you know just little things here and there about different plays and techniques and things like that that is Tyler Eifert (laughs) I'm getting my tight ends mixed up I was showing to see an Eifert now uh and uh guy needs a haircut he he needs to check in with a haircut Right. Action Sports Jacks. I was going to say, are we going to judge people on haircuts now, Brent? <laughs> no. Coming I mean, from you? I think he should ask for some advice. I, I mean, you. We got it done. I got you. Uh, I was told I have to get my haircut by next Thursday. We're doing uh, engagement photos. Oh. Uh, I was told I can't look like this for the so photos. So what are the engagement? What does that look like now? What's, yeah, what's what are like, you doing? I mean, this must be an undertaking and a half these days. Hit us with it. What, for like the photos? Yeah. Yeah. 
I know I have to be down in St. Augustine before the sun comes up because we're doing like a sunrise photo shoot thing. They, they call that the golden hour there, Brent. Yes. <laughs> Not only Casey Musgraves on, but also a real thing in terms of photography. <laughs> Go on. Sorry for cutting yeah, you that's off. That's all I know. That's, I mean, I was like, what do I have to wear? And Nicole's like, don't worry. I got everything picked out already. So did you have engagement photos, Brent? You know, I know we have. I can picture one on a um, on the beach that we had that night, like we got engaged. Sure. Yeah. But I don't think it was like a set up engagement photo thing. I think yeah. it was just part of. They're they're, got, a, they're a trip, man. Especially because, like, I don't know, like, how your experience is gonna go, because I'm not trying to scare you here or anything. Great. But like, the photographers, they act like kind of like therapists a little bit, right? <laughs> so like, when, when you're like looking at, you know, your your fiance, you know, uh, I'm sorry, what's your fiance's name again? Nicole. I'm so bad. I'm sorry. Sorry, Nicole. I I, I knew your name. So we look at Nicole's eyes and be like, all right, now imagine that. You're spending the rest of your life together. And, like, what does that mean to you? She'd be like, why do you and look the sad? First night, well, like, the whole time I'm laughing, dude. Like, I yeah. can't keep a straight face. So he's like, imagine that first night that you met, what that meant. Bring back that moment right now. And I'm just like, dude, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> just take the picture. And, you know, like, and my wife's, like, trying to be serious and everything. And I'm just like, man. For a while, we were planning to do it in, like, the afternoon. Like, we were going to do it on a Saturday afternoon. And Nicole was like, yeah, I'm just going to give you, like, four or five shots of Tequila, and then we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah. That way you look happy. Loosen you up a little bit. I so like when it. are you doing that? Uh, that's actually gonna be before this show on Thursday next week. So oh, I'm gonna be exhausted. I was gonna say we can go on the road. I'm gonna be exhausted. Do a little breakdown. <laughs> it is an exhausting experience. I'm telling you, it's like going to therapy, man. That like you didn't pay for. Um, bro, we should do it on the road, man. A little ESPN 690 engagement photograph uh, breakdown. I love. Breakdown of photos. Yeah. Engagement photo. Yeah, let's go to the wall that says it all, man. I like it. Yeah, I like the idea of it. Hey, I, I got a thought. This is brought up from the neighbors, by the way. Ring that bell. What's up, Bulldogs? Mississippi State fans. So last week they dropped the, their uh, kid off at Tennessee in oh, Knoxville. Wow. Okay. So I was thinking, I was like, how hard is it for like Florida Oof. fans yeah. to send your kid to Florida State? True. Florida State fans and you get to Florida yeah. or Georgia, whatever it might be. Well, Tennessee might be the worst one, though, man. That Rocky Top song always playing. It'll get real old real quick. And and there's like, a, there's no blend of colors here. <laughs> you go from the maroon to orange. Yeah. How? Uh, so I was thinking, I was like, wow, that must be a little child. Now, listen, you, you do the best for your kid. That They sure. love it. She loves it. Sure. Uh, she couldn't wait to go. So uh, that's cool. But that's a tough one to swallow. Now, now listen, that's like... I mean, it, I'm trying to equate it to to get to my like uh, emotions yeah. of like a Red Sox Yankees thing. Yeah, but yeah. But it's not the same. It's like if your kid were to go play for the Yankees, listen, I'll go wear pinstripes <laughs> if you're going to play for the Yankees. But let's be honest, I mean, though. If your kid was a Yankees fan, it's kind of the same thing, right? Well, yeah, but I already told them they'd have to spend time in their room a lot <laughs> if they were going to be a Yankees fan. So that's why would Ty's you, a Rays fan. Would you have to get like the house divided license plate and all that stuff? Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I, I probably, yeah, yeah. I probably, listen, we do stories all the time, every uh, Georgia-Florida game, or sometimes around Florida-Florida State of, you know, you, around here, people marry into where one's a Florida fan, one's a Georgia fan. I mean, that yeah. happens all the time. Those are fun stories. Yeah. But, man, that's tough. I mean, Honestly, listen, you can go to a game and you can have different rooting interests, but when you have the same rooting interest and you have to pay that school, <laughs> you're funding them. 
I'm just trying to shake this out in my mind a little bit. Since I haven't really thought about it. And who's to say my son's even played football? But if he wants to play football and he's good at it, and he wants to get a scholarship someplace, like we're in the sweet spot because we're in Florida, right? So if you want to go someplace close to mom and dad, well, hey, I don't care, man. Go to the Florida Gators. Go to Miami. Go to Florida Atlantic. Like I don't care. But if we're talking Big Ten and you go to Minnesota, and I get it, very clean city. Twin Cities are a real fun town to be in. I'm not wearing gopher gear, okay? I'm not going to wear a, a golden anything gopher gear. I'm not, not going to do it. It's a weak animal. It's a it's a pointless <laughs> animal, and it's not as tough as a badger. So, and, and the colors are atrocious. So, I can see where you're coming from, man. That's a, yeah. Ugh. I just thought of it when the neighbors go. I thought it was like, <laughs> we were having fun with it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean, they are diehard, diehard yeah. Mississippi State fans. Yeah. Like, and their older son went to Mississippi State. Yeah. <sighs> Oof. But their middle daughter went to Knoxville. Okay, so real question. I mean, I take it they're paying their tuition, right? Well, they're, there's some kind of on scholarship. Okay, I, don't know. I was gonna say, if it's a scholarship ordeal, then go wherever you want. Congratulations, got a scholarship, <laughs> academic or athletic. I support you. You can go to Minnesota for as far as I can. If I'm not paying for college, congratulations. <laughs> Just don't send but, me a T-shirt. But if those tuition checks are cut, you know, those requests are coming in the mail every single month. I gotta pay for that. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little upset about it. Interesting. We'll talk a little more college football. Uh, Saturdays are going to be so different because of the amount of games Mm -hmm. that will be played on Saturdays, if this schedule holds true. And we'll get to the other fan stuff that I I mentioned, because I want to see if you guys are you guys are watching NBA playoffs. You watch probably a little bit of the NHL playoffs and you're watching now, but not with sound up. And I want what's (laughs) how different is it in the playoffs? Mm -hmm. Because I even think this from a baseball standpoint, like right now, I don't think the baseball is that bad without the fans. Like it's it's watchable. And I kind of knew it would be. Mm -hmm. But I think you noticed it a little bit last week at the PGA Championship. There was there were no fans, which means there were no there was no buzz, which kind of took the, you know, the pressure or at least the amped up drama yeah. down a notch. I think we'll see that in October with baseball and maybe even all season long in football. Are we seeing it in the NBA? I want to get your thoughts on that. We'll do that uh, coming up next. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 